you rocking your best life or is your life rocking you? Well, if you're like millions of people struggling with chronic health conditions, mental illness, anxiety, depression, fatigue, lack of motivation, emotional trauma, and pain, then you are not alone. And I am here to tell you that there is a way out. You absolutely can change your life and the lives of others in the process. On this podcast, I will talk to people who have done just that, people who have been through the most challenging time of their lives and have come out stronger than ever. Everyday people who have suffered mental illness, chronic health conditions, traumatic life events, and are now rocking at their best lives ever. Entrepreneurs who have turned their struggle into their soul's mission-driven careers and are now helping others in a big way. I'm your host, Rosa Stockton, and I am a certified health coach obsessed with mindset, biohacking, and optimizing performance. I've reversed years of digestive issues, autoimmune symptoms through diet and lifestyle, and mindset change. I refuse to accept the fact that we were not meant to feel our best and perform at our best in this life that we were destined for a life of pain and suffering and that we couldn't strive for greatness. No matter what, you get to choose. And I hope that you will choose to rock your best life. Welcome to the first episode of this podcast. Um, Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to start this journey. Um, I wanted to start this with this first episode, um, just telling you a little bit about myself, uh, about my journey, what I've been through. And um, this has been, you know, one of the hardest things to do because I, I'm much better at telling other people's stories, <laughs> honestly. Um, and it has been a hard road for me over the last six years. Um, but I did want to just share with you, you know, what has worked for me what I've learned through this whole thing. And I, um, I just want to say that the most important thing I have learned is my inner strength. I have learned to never give up. Um, I have learned to find the value in all of the hardships. And that is, you know, one of the biggest things I think if you took away from this episode, the first one, um, is that you, you know your body Um, you know when things are not right and you know you will always find an answer answers are always out there Um, sometimes they're not even out there sometimes they're just within yourself Um, so I'm going to start just by you know kind of telling you how this really all started this journey for me Um, you know in the beginning you know it was really just a weight loss journey I had had my son on in 2008 and I really struggled to lose the weight afterwards. Um, you know, I, I did the normal route. I, I did all the cardio. I was doing the low fat, you know, um, high carb diet, lots of fruits and vegetables, um, lots of, you know, whole grains. And I found myself really struggling um, for the first time in my life, actually. It had never been a struggle really to lose weight. I had just, you know, ate whatever I want and I just, you know, worked it off. Basically, but this time it was different. Um, and I noticed too after I had my son, I had more, even more digestive issues than I had before. Um, and 
you know, a lot of mood, you know, kind of issues like um, some depression had come back and some anxiety, you know, which I think is kind of normal for a new mom. Um, but I, you know, I really struggled. So in the beginning, it was just a weight loss journey. Um, and then, you know, in 2000, around 2014, I noticed issues with food, um, with food sensitivities. And I, and I noticed a big one with gluten. So I cut that out. That was the first thing I kind of cut out and noticed was with like gluten. Um, you know, I stopped drinking beer actually, because I noticed my belly would blow up like enormously, like just really bloated. And so I had all these constipation, you know, diarrhea, um, just digestive issues. Um, and I tried, you know, I tried different things. I tried, um, you know, uh, just, I think it was a juice fast. Yeah, I tried that. And that actually made things worse for me, uh, believe it or not. And um, I should have taken, you know, notes on that part. But I thought, well, I just have a lot of issues, you know. <laughs> Um, so I started to slowly change my diet a little bit. Um, but then, you know, it only, it helped at first, but not in the long term. And then I did notice, you know, uh, when I would add like gluten back to my diet, I would get instantly depressed. So that was the first time I noticed uh, a connection with that. So I just, you know, I decided I must have some kind of intolerance. So I took that out. Um, I noticed issues with, um, you know, dairy and actually I had had eczema my whole life and you know cystic acne um, but what I noticed with the the eczema is the you know when I took out the dairy and the grains the, uh, the gluten I guess all the bread um, and the pastas and all that stuff I, I noticed that that started to slowly diminish it started to just go away and I thought, oh my gosh, this is crazy. You know, I couldn't believe it. I've been suffering from these things my whole life. Um, and that did help at that time. Um, and But I did start to notice, and this is all in 2014, I just noticed all these weird things happening with my body. Um, and I was a heavy drinker. You know, that was kind of how I do stressed. Um, and, what, and I had a sweet tooth. <laughs> you know, I love my sweets. I wasn't, you know, I liked dairy products, um, you know, so it was hard. I loved my cheese. I wasn't a big milk fan, but I was really into yogurt and cheese and all that. Um, and yeah, I noticed some issues, uh, with some of that stuff. So I started to slowly eliminate those kind of things. And then in, you know, 2014, I just started to notice, and it seemed like it was brought on rather quickly, but now I know that these things, um, develop over time, um, and, you know, damage done to your gut lining, to your gut wall, you know, um, the overgrowth of bacteria, these things do take time, and I was slowly feeding these things. So, in 2014, um, I noticed just strange reactions to sugar, anything with sugar in it, um, I developed a large sore on my lip was kind of the first alarming thing. Um, the other thing was that my heart began to race. Uh, you know, it was, it was very scary actually. My heart began to race and I, and my, my hands and feet, you know, started to swell up and, um, I just had these strange issues and my, um, and when I ate, you know, 
um, certain foods. I noticed my throat would close up a little bit and, um, you know, just a lot of strange, strange issues. And I couldn't explain, you know, those are just some of them. Um, I'm not going to go into the whole list of things, but basically I had all these food sensitivities, all these digestive issues, um, bloating, you know, constipation, gas, all that stuff. And um, so I I heard around that time about candida overgrowth and leaky gut um, from a friend, actually. And so I, you know, I researched it and I'm like, oh, wow, I have, you know, pretty much all these symptoms. And I, I will say I also had a drippy nose for about a year prior. <laughs> um, I couldn't understand that either. I had this drip, drip faucet nose which caused me to have a sinus infection and I, which I got antibiotics for. Um, and then I soon noticed, you know, I believe it was after that round of antibiotics that I had, you know, all these things kind of flared up. Um, my joints hurt, you know, all these just strange symptoms at the time. So I decided after I researched that, that I would go on a cleanse, a candida cleanse. Um, and so candida, if you're not familiar, is just a bacteria overgrowth in the body. Um, and I, I also had what, you know, one of the telltale signs is like the, the oral thrush and the like sores in the mouth. I had those for a long time. I didn't know what they were caused from actually. Um, and, um, I had this really thick, um, it was almost like a plaque on my tongue and I couldn't understand it actually. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I decided, you know, all the, all the, all the arrows are pointing to, I need to do this. I need to cleanse my body. Um, I need to get rid of this yeast. I also had chronic yeast infections. Um, just, and I had itchy scalp, itchy body, you know, all these things. Uh, one of the other weird things I did, um, notice was, you know, and this was when I was drinking, uh, at night, I was having, I think it was like orange juice and vodka. Um, but I noticed these reactions would happen when I didn't really even have that much of it, uh, which is very strange to me, but my whole face turned bright red and it was like burning down to my neck. Um, it was raised. It really did freak me out. I couldn't explain it. You know, and the heart racing and all these things. So I decided to do this cleanse and what happens is you're starving your body of or the bacteria you're trying to starve it of sugar because that's you know what it um what feeds it and you're trying you know there's no dairy products allowed um because i guess the dairy products um you know coat this biofilm that the bacteria allows the bacteria to mute um well grow <laughs> um you know, so it, you know, it was all these different things. So I, the candida diet really is just a lot of vegetables, um, no processed foods, no sugar of any kind, no vegetables that convert to sugar. So like no carrots or peas, no fruit of any kind. And this was hard for me at first because I was eating a lot of these, um, you know, fruits and vegetables and, you know, of course, no rice. Um, you were allowed to have um, lentils and certain beans, uh, <laughs> which now I'm kind of, you know, confused about, but I found that I had those in the beginning, but I soon learned that they cause issues for me, which I didn't realize before. 
And that's the thing about that whole thing was that it really got me to kind of uh, just listen to my body, which I had never done really. Um, and I found that when I took these things out, when I the more I took out, the more I was able to kind of stop and listen to my body for the first time. And the hardest thing was the alcohol, the the coffee. Of course, the longest I had gone without drinking was when I was pregnant. So, which is nine months, you know. But anyway, um, I had a hard time. I my body was detoxing. And I took all these things out at once, and I'm sure that I was in high ketosis as well. So I was experiencing what they call die-off from the bacteria. And it can be pretty dangerous, actually. Um, some people have been you know, hospitalized. You get really sick because your body it has all these toxins being released at once. And it could be really hard for your body to process. Um, and, you know, I didn't know this at the time, but I do have, um, you know, a, a genetic mutation, um, the MTHFR um, mutation that, you know, really kind of hinders my detoxification processes. And I did, I have noticed through the years that I do have a hard time detoxing, um, which, you know, I think is why I have had a hard time with certain chemicals and foods uh, and sugars and um, especially alcohol. <laughs> Um, I just have a hard time detoxifying. Um, but I was just really nauseous for a few weeks. I was very weak. I had a lot of joint pain and a lot of these symptoms continued. Um, but I did feel really, uh, good after about, I'd say about two weeks. I lost, uh, 25 pounds in the matter of two months. Um, and I think at that time I was around in the beginning, I was around 165. I had already lost some weight. Um, but I, you know, I felt really good, um, with fruits and vegetables, um, not fruits, <laughs> vegetables and meat. So I felt really good with meat and, but I wasn't eating, you know, a large amount because at that time I was still, you know, under the impression that meat and fat were bad. Um, so I would say it was pretty much a, you know, high vegetable, some meat, um, eggs, um, you know, I think I, yeah, I had nuts at that time, um, but it was a pretty, you know, probably a low calorie diet, but I was eating in bulk. I was eating, cause I was hungry. I, I was just, I was eating the most food I'd ever eaten, but I was just hungry all the time. But I did this, I did this, I was healing, um, for about 15 months. I, I kept this up <laughs> because I felt so good on it. And then I felt like my body was still um, having issues with the yeast, um, which it was. But around 15 months, I decided to add some things back in. And I started adding some fruit granola, some uh, yogurt, I think. And then came the uh, these crazy cravings that I never experienced before. I had a sweet tooth, but it was this was different. Like my, I don't know, my brain was craving <laughs> sugar and but it went overboard. Like I, it, it went to the point of kind of binging and I didn't want to admit to anybody that I was doing this. And then I also started drinking again. And, um, and that is kind of the cycle, the, you know, just binging on sugar carbs. Um, even though I know those things made me sick, um, 
and then I gained like 20 pounds around that time and I think this was in um, this was in 2016 yeah and so I gained all that weight and then I decided to quit drinking again probably about eight or nine months later um, because I you know had gained this weight and despite you know I was still working out like crazy but I gained this weight and then um, I around that time I started to hear about paleo and um, like the whole 30 and so I decided to jump on that train <laughs> for a little bit and I was kind of um, in search of a diet around that time that would help me uh, that I could stick to that would you know just help me heal I guess because I you know I would try to introduce things and I would have extreme abdominal pain um, I remember one incident with quinoa that wasn't, you know, cooked all the way, I guess, and I could feel it, you know, um, a few hours after I ate it, I could feel it painfully in my, in my guts, in my, I think it was the lower, you know, kind of intestine area, and I would be, I would be laid out in bed, like, for hours, because I was so, in so much pain, um, I, my stomach would just blow up, um, extremely bloated, uh, up to the point where my chest hurt, and and it is hard to explain to people that haven't really uh, experienced these kind of extreme GI issues. But, you know, it's not just a matter of, oh, my stomach hurts. It's, it's debilitating. You know, you get, like, it's either extreme constipation, extreme diarrhea, you know, along with all these weird other symptoms, you know. Um, but I, you know, I did this, you know... I always went back to like the, you know, the, the vegetables and the meat. That was what I found that worked. And so for the next few years, I was able to kind of maintain a healthy, you know, what I thought at the time was like a healthy weight. Um, but I was, I did get pretty skinny at times. And I, and I think it was because I wasn't uh, consuming enough calories. Even though I was eating a lot, I don't think I was eating enough meat at the time. Um... But, uh, you know, around, I think it was around 2017, um, I started to hear more about this keto diet. And I, and at the time, I saw a lot of people doing it, and it seemed very, like, not healthy, actually, <laughs> to me. Um, because I saw a lot of people eating a lot of cheese, a lot of bacon, and, and I said, oh my gosh, that doesn't seem, I don't want to do that. But it, it kind of resonated with me because I didn't eat any carbs other than vegetables. But I was, I was never counting carbs or anything. That's just how I was eating. But I thought, you know, I really am eating a keto diet. I'm just not eating the way that they are. Um, and I slowly started to hear about, you know, more information was coming out about how fat was actually good for us. Um, and, you know, how fat, you know, helped you burn fat. And, and I was trying to, you know, I really dived deep into um, education I was listening to all the podcasts. I was reading all the books, <laughs> you know, and then I also started experimenting with intermittent fasting around that time. And then I slowly, um, and this is still in 2017, I started to hear about um, some talk about like the carnivore diet. And actually, I was really turned off on that one at first. I was like, oh my gosh, you can't just eat all meat. But I started to hear more and more stories of people healing because I was still suffering. Um, you know, and then I was still suffering with the addiction part. I would still go through my cycle of eating, you know, binging, basically. Binging in secrecy, actually, on 
you know, um, carbs and sugar and and um, in the alcohol uh, process. Um, I would, you know, go on to now I have, you know, quit alcohol uh, four times. I'm on my fourth round of sobriety. Um, but yeah, I started hearing more about this carnivore diet and I kept, you know, I kept in the back of my mind and then in 2018 I saw a lot of more stories and uh, some people started coming forward uh, that I hadn't heard about before um, and one struck me as really you know kind of interesting was Kelly Hogan um, and she had been a carnivore for you know 10 years and that really interested me because I was like, wow, that's a long time. And she lost all this weight and reversed all these, you know, health conditions. And um, and I just started hearing more and more stories about that. Um, and then, you know, uh, throughout this whole process, I had a lot of mindset, personal development shifts. Uh, I will say, you know, and, you know, to flash back a little bit to like 2015 when I was just starting this you know, journey, which I didn't know would be this long. <laughs> um, I had a lot of depression. I had a lot of anxiety, insomnia. Um, at one point I was taking, um, some, you know, Xanax actually, <laughs> um, because I had trouble, you know, um, just going out in public sometimes, you know, just handling everything with my son and with, you know, people. Um, and so I really focused on mindset around then. I started reading a lot of personal um, development books and I started just going, just trying to figure out, I guess, who am I? I mean, I didn't know who I was without the alcohol and without the substances, um, sugar, all that. I didn't know who I was. Uh, so I really had to find myself. And I, and I actually started meditating in, I believe it was around 2000. 17 um, and that was because of my son actually he uh, he had a little anxiety and he had trouble sleeping <laughs> surprise right um, and so I I started that as a means to help him but I ended up helping myself in the process um, so that helps me a lot and journaling and gratitude um, and that is something I've carried um, into I still do that today um, because I had some very low points when I, honestly, I didn't want to be alive anymore, uh, which is kind of hard to say now. Um, but I had some really low points because I, you know, went to several doctors in 2015, GI specialists. I had a colonoscopy. I, I did, they did all the tests and they couldn't find anything wrong with me that would show up on the tests, basically. And that's what I'll say about that. <laughs> Um, but there is, you know, I had a lot of these issues, um, but a lot of them were, um, solved, you know, through just diet change. And then the mindset piece and the meditation helps so much too, because, um, when we hold on to all this anxiety, depression, I think that we do make, you know, our health conditions worse, especially digestive, um, issues. So those are things that really did help me was, you know, just changing my mindset uh, I had to go really deep. I had to go inside to try and figure out how I was going to get through this. Um, and that is why I think I kept going back to the alcohol because I, sometimes I gave up and I was like, well, why does it matter? I mean, 
I'm just always going to be in pain and I'm always going to suffer. So I may as well drink it up. <laughs> and I was really depressed, you know, at some times. Um, but let's flash forward to around 2019. I finally decided, okay, I'm going to just try this all meat diet. Um, and I actually, I quit drinking again in 2019. The last time was um, 2019, January 19th. <laughs> And then I started, you know, I started just adding just more meat and less vegetables. And I, it was around that time, I was actually, you know, I think I was kind of pushed to do that because I started to take out more and more foods, more and more vegetables actually started giving me issues. And I, you know, I had taken out the nuts, um, I don't know, probably six months prior and um, just things that I noticed were giving me more issues with my gut. Um, and then I developed SIBO after trying, you know, um, you know, trying some fruit for a little bit and not even that long, just I think it was a week. I had been incorporating fruit. I was like, oh, maybe I can have fruit. Um, and it's, that's how my body would always trick me. <laughs> yeah, I can have it. I can have a piece and be okay, but I can't have it on a regular basis. So. That led to SIBO. Um, so I still have these underlying, you know, candida and leaky gut kind of um, symptoms. Um, so that's why I decided to jump all in. Um, and so in July, I did that. I jumped all in. And then actually, um, if we backtrack a little bit to January, I all of a sudden I woke up one day and my whole right side down well, from my hip down to my ankle just was extremely like just painful and it felt like there was just a tight tight band um, and every time I would walk actually um, my muscles and my whole leg would just contract and that was the worst pain I've ever felt and everything was just tight from that joint and I actually would get like stuck in this forward position and even to this day, they don't really know what caused that. Um, they suspect I had just strained some muscles in my back of my legs and I had all this nerve pain. And it was like a six month recovery. I went to, uh, you know, chiropractors. I went to, uh, the, you know, the doctors. Um, I went, you know, to the acupuncturist, you know, we tried different things and it was really hard. It hurt to stand, it hurt to sit, it hurt everything just hurt. It hurt to lay down. Um, but I learned from that process that our bodies, uh, you know, do get stressed out, um, either by exercise or by stress, just stress. Um, and so we need to be kind of mindful not to overdo it. And that's what I learned from that whole lesson. And I just kind of walked myself back to recovery. Um, and so Yes, let's fast forward to July 2019. Um, so I did um, I did the carnivore diet, and I just kind of started just, you know, it was hard at first, that's why, you know, socially, I will say. Because, you know, I think everyone around me knows that I have, you know, a lot of food sensitivities, and but um, now I'm just eating meat. And I think there are, a lot of people were surprised. They're like, oh, just meat? <laughs> Like yeah, I just want the meat, and so um, it and it did work really well. I mean, I immediately felt better, and I actually started just craving meat, and it was a really you know 
interesting experience. So I just started eating meat and, and I was trying to eat more fat and I felt better. My brain felt better. Um, I had been experiencing some lingering depression, some anxiety, and that all went away. I seemed to think better. Uh, the inflammation left. Um, and then around, I want to say around eight months period, I, um, I just started noticing a few things with, you know, um, just getting up to pee a lot at night and then my blood sugar levels. And I, I just think I, you know, was eating too much protein at once for me. I don't think my body was um, able, you know, to, you know, break break down all that protein I was eating. So I started to, and I also started to crave vegetables again, but this time I had to kind of slowly reintroduce them. Um, and I did just slowly over time. Um, and, you know, and I'm still trying to figure it all out, but I, I've noticed, you know, um, now, um, I can tolerate a little bit of vegetables, but I do tend to do a lot better, just mostly with meat. Um, and that is, you know, my diet and it has really changed a lot of things, you know, um, how I view the world and how I view our whole nutritional system. Um, and I really do think that we can heal our guts, heal our bodies, but we do have to take out certain things. And through this whole journey, um, you know, I have learned not to, you know, pigeonhole myself in one way or the other, because for a long time it was, it was seeming as like a whole plant or a whole food keto approach was working very well for me. Um, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. So, and now I'm more meat based. Um, but I don't try and push, you know, my way of eating on anyone else, but I, I have, you know, gone back to school. I went to Primal Health Coast Institute in February 2020. I graduated in September um, of 2020, and I decided to become a health coach, you know, and that was kind of the line of education that I really do agree with, you know, and I learned more and more about, you know, plant uh, toxins, lectins, oxalates. All that, th all that stuff in the process. And, you know, just our ancestral um, way of, of living, how, how we evolved. Uh, and it, it really does make sense. And it has really led me down the path of, you know, just learning more about why, you know, why do we have all these issues now? Um, and the more and more research I've done, um, books I've read, podcasts I've <laughs> listened to with interviews, of some of these scientists and um, researchers, um, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And it really did make me angry at first because we're just led to believe that, you know, all, you know, that all of these things that we are led to believe that are healthy for us are, you know, not. They're, they're actually causing a lot of inflammation and they're causing a lot of dysfunction, disease in the body. A lot of these diseases that we can prevent, that we can reverse, you know, like uh, type two diabetes, like um, depression, anxiety, um, you know, even Alzheimer's um, is, you know, they are saying is the, you know, diabetes of the brain, you know, just 
all these horrible chemicals, sugar, you know, high um, just processed carbohydrates, all these things. Um, you know, we can we can take those things out of our diet and we can feel so much better. And this is not just about losing weight. This is not just about even just about your health. This is actually about the way you feel um, and the way that you project yourself into the world, your brain, how your brain works. It's all connected. Everything is connected. So that's why, you know, I decided to become a health coach um, and help others, um, you know, just educate. And I want to find out more information. I'm still in the pursuit of more information. And so that's why I decided to, you know, start the podcast. Um, because it's not just about diet, exercise. It's also about, you know, getting in touch with our intuition. It's about, um, you know, discovering our spiritual side. Um, it's about mindset. It's about all these different, like, forms of health. And, you know, this is, this is just my journey today. And I hope that you, you know, found some value out of it. Um, I will, of course, be, you know, um, telling my stories, <laughs> my struggles along the way um, in future podcast episodes. Um, I'm happy to say that I am sober from alcohol and sugar and carbohydrates. Um, and I feel so free. I found that when I started adding more fat into my diet, I no longer wanted the, um, the sugar. And that is quite freeing for me. I was addicted to chocolate. I hid it in my closet for a long time. And I would, you know, just go in there, hide, and eat my chocolate. And I feel so guilty about it now, but um, that is the truth. And, you know, I'm sure I'm not alone. And that's the thing, you know, you're not alone. Um, you matter. And that's what I want you to get out of this episode. So I hope you enjoyed this story, this story of mine, my healing journey, and um, I will see you in the next episode. And don't forget to rock your best life. If you enjoy or find value in this podcast, then please consider supporting Rock Your Best Life on Patreon. By becoming a patron, you'll help us reach more people and continue to create great content. There are also exclusive perks available, such as private consultations with me, early access to content, and so much more. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash rockyourbestlife. Check the episode show notes for the link, and I thank you, and I will see you there.